This is the Seabed Daily Text on the difference between submission and obedience. 1 Peter 2, 13-17 Submit yourselves for the Lord's sake to every human authority, whether to the emperor as the supreme authority, or to governors who are sent by him to punish those who do wrong and to commend those who do right. For it is God's will that by doing good you should silence the ignorant talk of foolish people. Live as free people, but do not use your freedom as a cover-up for evil. Live as God's slaves. Show proper respect to everyone. Love the family of believers. Fear God. Honor the emperor. Consider this. When the emails just keep coming, I appreciate it, friends. We are learning to read together with Jesus, aren't we? What I have really appreciated about a number of responses is the way they have disagreed with my conclusion and yet been very gracious and kind. Yes, some have reacted angrily, and that is okay too, as it gives me the chance to respond to them with grace and kindness. If there's one thing life has taught me about angry reactions, it is this. They aren't usually mad at you. They were already angry. And the thing they were angry about is not usually the thing they are expressing anger about. What they need is not rebuke, but compassion. One more preliminary thing I'll add today and test by you. Something I am continuing to learn is the difference between human conscience, biblical conviction, and working conclusions. I see conscience as my internal guidance system, a melding of my values and my instincts. Biblical convictions are ancient and immovable. My conclusions are a work in progress. Conscience is fallible. Convictions are immovable. Conclusions are malleable. Conclusions come from the application of convictions within one's conscience. The real question is what shapes our conscience? Is it the word and spirit or the spirit of the age? Now back to the text at hand. Submit yourselves for the Lord's sake to every human authority. It's interesting how Peter does not say obey human authorities. He says submit to them. Back in chapter 1, Peter said this, Now that you have purified yourselves by obeying the truth, he chose the Greek term, Hupakoe, which you will remember means to hear while sitting under. This is Peter's word of choice when it comes to our response to the word of God, a.k.a. the truth. Just a few chapters later, in the same letter, when it comes to our relationship to governing authorities, 
he chooses the word hupatasso, hupatasso, which means something more like to rank yourself under or be arranged or ordered under. The English word is submission. It doesn't mean obedience. It means something more like compliance, really. Where does compliance end and resistance begin? Here's a great example of such a scenario from the Exodus. The king of Egypt said to the Hebrew midwives, whose names were Shiprah and Puah, when you are helping the Hebrew women during childbirth on the delivery stool, if you see that the baby is a boy, kill him. But if it is a girl, let her live. The midwives, however, feared God and did not do what the king of Egypt had told them to do. They let the boys live. Then the king of Egypt summoned the midwives and asked them, Why have you done this? Why have you let the boys live? The midwives answered Pharaoh, Hebrew women are not like Egyptian women. They are vigorous and give birth before the midwives arrive. Exodus one fifteen to 18 Submit yourselves for the Lord's sake to every human authority. There comes a point at which submitting oneself to human authority comes to the Lord's detriment. And this is where the rub comes. What is a Christian conviction and what is an American, or insert your own country, value? Where is the overlap and where is the divergence? Whereas in the past, we in America may have enjoyed more overlap, it appears in the future we will face more divergence. How shall we face it? It's why this conversation and how we engage it is so important. From conscience to convictions to conclusions. All of it. But the first question we must grapple with is, will we become the church Jesus is building? Or will we become unwitting pawns of the political machinations of our time which move according to the ever-shifting spirit of the age. And to answer that one, we must each grapple with this question. Will I be a Christian American, or insert your country, or will I be an American Christian? Asking it another way and bringing it full circle, is my conscience being shaped more by biblical conviction or national values? It can be extraordinarily difficult to sort this owing to our exceedingly high capacity for self-deception. This is why our utter and uncompromising allegiance to Jesus is the key to the kingdom of heaven and the path toward true flourishing for any nation on earth. Submit yourselves for the Lord's sake. 
to every human authority. The prayer. Jesus, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Because you are our King and your kingdom is our home, we are exiles and foreigners here. I get this at one level, and yet I need to grasp it at all levels. Awaken me to this as a reality and not an ideal. I want your word and spirit to form my convictions and shape my conscience. Holy Spirit, would you give me the mind of Christ? Praying in Jesus' name. Amen. The question, how does this framework of conscience, convictions, and conclusions help you think more clearly as a follower of Jesus? Do your loyalties and your allegiance feel more conflicted or clarified? For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt.